beautiful people and welcome back to Nostalgia where music and storytelling meet. In this episode I sit down with Johnny as he reminisces meeting his grandmother for the first time, how to be the great pretender with Nat King Cole and bonding over DMX with his brother. Hello beautiful people, welcome to episode 7 of Nostalgia. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening. Today I have with me my lovely amazing cousin Janai who's more like a brother. Janai, do you want to say hi to beautiful people? Hey people, how you doing? My name is Janoy. People call me Johnny in London. Um, I'm a graphic designer, overall creative, I do motion graphics. And yeah, I'm super dad. So Janoy, I have asked you to come with your five most nostalgic songs. And I always ask people, how hard was it for you to find those most like nostalgic songs to you and those, you know, kind of compile your playlist? Um, it was it was a challenge. I won't even lie, uh, because everybody has. As you grow, you don't know. Like, you listen to music, and it marks a different part of your life. And as you get older, and each each step in your life, um, there's a song, um, and then you know you might listen to one song, and it might mean something when you're ten, but then you listen to it again when you're twenty, and you're like, raw. Is that what it meant? And that means something totally different. And you're like, okay, all right, cool. So I mean, it was it was a challenge. It was um, it's probably one of the the most challenging things that I've done. So now I hear that. I think even for me, like I said before in the previous episode, it was it was difficult because, like you said, you go kind of through your your songs as you go through life and you learn about different songs and they kind of like attach different meanings. So I guess compiling those five most precious memories to you or precious songs to you is a difficult feat, but you did it. And that's why you're here today. So Johnny, do you want to kick off with your first song? Uh, my first song would definitely, um, let's see. So uh, I think we'll start out with the DMX. Um, here we go again. Uh, that one, that one is, I guess, the way that I'll definitely start it. It has a, it has, it's like a, a marker in my life. It it also is like a connector in my life. And it's also like one of those uh, storytelling elements in my life. How, how this song, like, is a marker in my life is, it's one of the first, like, albums that I connected with. Um... It was the and then there was X um, album. Um, there was a lot of storytelling on it, and I was I was young, but I was I found it I found it interesting that somebody could express themselves in this way, and they had so many different there were so many different emotions that went through on on that album. Um, but I guess the most important elements of that of that album and that artist is that it was one of the connecting factors between me and my brothers mm. and i okay so i grew up in jamaica um separate apart from my brothers my brothers were in england they lived in england and i didn't know them and then when i eventually met them the connecting factor or one of the connecting factors to this day that has linked me to them is is the music. Uh, my brother Shem he introduced me to like Wu Tang Clan, and like the deep like he was he 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 introduced me to the indie the indie side of music. So 
like Childish Gambino when Childish was still recording in his in his room and stuff. Mm, mm. And like all of these underground artists and then uh there was my brother, my other brother, who he was also a music enthusiast, but he was more into like the deep hip hop. I mean they're both into the deep hip hop but I guess they had their own flavor on the same rap hip hop game. Um and so like Splash he he was into like mainstream rap and hip hop, so like the DMX and the Nazis and the Jay Zs and stuff like that. And we bonded through that. Um and at the time one of his favorite artist or the person that he was spitting more facts about was DMX and I was like oh I like DMX as well um and so yeah we just we just definitely um bonded over that and built a relationship and um to this day, to this to this I guess to this day that's one of the major things that we bond over uh it's music so I definitely say that like DMX and that's that song is just one of the many songs and um, the other thing is like I link that song. I see that song as a older brother talking to a younger brother. And so yeah, I like that. I like that whole dynamic and like you trying to teach a younger brother, but he's just not listening and you messing up and like eventually you just you know you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, like you you fully started it off your players with a bang. Um I think DMX is No, he's a great guy. He's a great artist. He has been around for a while. He's always kind of had this I guess this kind of like aggressive nature to him and he's quite shouty and he is a very expressive rapper in his storytelling and but he's definitely very talented and he's someone that we haven't really seen for a while and he hasn't really been on the scene so it kind of feels like a throwback that you kind of bring into the scene. Uh, he's definitely a throwback, but I mean, I think DMX is, I guess, one of those people that would have suffered from the lack of exposure to that we have now to like issues like drug abuse and mm. mental um, mental health. And yeah, like drug abuse has always been a thing because you don't know like uh, Amy Winehouse yeah. and. Um, Kurt Cobain, people like these have all like suffered drug abuse situations. Uh, thankfully, he's not like he's not dead, mm. but he definitely fell off once the drugs started to take over. And I think that's just like a testament to the people that he probably had around him, mm. management situations, and just overall. Um, so like you link potentially like the people you've had around him and the demons that he's dealing with which came out in his music mm. and the fact that like he probably has like post-traumatic stress from yeah. whatever he's dealt with in us and like i'm not a doctor or anything i don't i don't know but I you mean, can kind of pick it up from I've his watched music enough youtube yeah and <laughs> read enough stuff to be like, yeah, he probably is suffering from some kind of like mental health situation. And I believe that, yeah, he he's probably one of the best rappers out there. But he's not called up there with like the Tupacs and the Biggies. Even though I think he's probably a better storyteller 
than a lot of yeah, you thought I was gonna say something controversial. Like, yeah, nah, 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 nah. We're not gonna nah, 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 nah. I'm not that guy. But he's probably a better storyteller, like top top five storytellers out there. Um in terms in storytellers and top ten like writers mm. in terms of like getting a point across or getting an emotive feel across. Um, I know a lot of people just think of DMX as his because he's like a party guy or somebody who just like really like shouts on his track and it's mm. like roof roof. But I mean, his his albums and his his music it transcends like a bunch of different emotions and it speaks to like different things and that's why I know. Um, like their grandma where he's like breaking down the family and talking to talking to his grandma and saying how he misses his grandma and stuff like rough riders out him where you know that's like the streets and things like that and he has and like um the different damien's like damien one two three i think i believe where he's like talk it's like a conversation to himself but it's also a conversation between think him and like a demon or something like that so it's it's like he's multi multi-dimensional mm-hmm, in, in the mm-hmm. way that he comes across and yeah i think that was that that's one of the great things about him i i like i wish like he had made better choices or he had been able to keep it going mm. up until this point i mean of course he's still touring and he's still doing his things um but I don't think he's that, that much in the limelight, and he's not yeah. so much of a like kind of big artist. Yeah, where people like in his time, he was huge. He's, he's huge, but I don't think he gets the respect that he should get now. Yeah, and that's just unfortunate, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think like just going back to what you were saying about you know those who kind of made like those artists who kind of made the wrong choices, and those who kind of like went astray. R.I.P. Juice World. Um, in terms of like, you know, what you've been through, died from a young age because of like drug abuse and all those stuff. And I guess as an artist, it's it's, it's ultimately music is ultimately that expression. So, you know, the pain that he's been through, and I guess what you're kind of tapping into and what you're feeling is that emotiveness and just him kind of digging, digging out the past and digging out those emotions that he's really feeling, um, and just expressing them through his words and his lyrics, um. You know, a lot of artists that, you know, I don't know, I don't necessarily do drugs, but I guess, you know, they kind of, I guess it's a form of escapism. I guess it's a form of them, you know, trying to express themselves or just kind of trying to numb the pain to kind of, or even just keep ahead of the game and kind of keep on top of things. Do you know what I mean? Um, It's pretty sad. Like, it's you know, the last couple of years, we lost kind of some late, great artist throughout the years have we yeah xx 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 extension uh matt miller last year uh i mean nipsey but nipsey wasn't due to like any drugs or stuff just gang related stuff kind of stupid stupid humans and stupid guns do you know what i mean do you know what i mean little peep yeah um we lost a few yeah and and now we've lost Juice World. Yeah, man, that- man, man, freestyle for an hour. Like that was, like I remember watching that and being like, yeah, that's that's sick, you know, because that means that 
one he had the he had the talent and he just and he just gone over some stupidness i think he was like well it's alleged that he was just trying to hide pills so he just swallowed mm. the pills that he was trying to hide mm. <clears throat> and it wasn't necessary like i mean we've lost we've lost somebody who had great talent yeah over like drugs that just wasn't necessary and like people have gone to jail over it and it's just it's just a madness for no reason honestly honestly the late greats the late greats rp juice world yeah you should have a late greats not well not a late greats but a greats like people who've died episode like just yeah. themed just, just themed, themed. Uh, oh, definitely good luck picking five of those oh I'd I'd love to I'd love I don't, I, I'll I, be listening for that I, I don't think like, I could pick five <laughs> Yeah. There's too many. Good luck with that. Oh, <laughs> that's a challenge right there. That is a challenge right there. But um, on to your next song, Johnny. Next your song. next song. You're taking it way back, like way, way back. And you're digging some nostalgia that some might say not is even from your era, from your time. The late, well, not even the late great, the great Nat King Cole. Um, all right. So Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole is, what would we say? Nat King Cole is the guy. The like, he's just so smooth. Um, his lyrical content was, was also smooth. He'd make you, like, he'd make you laugh. He'd make you cry. He'd, he'd just pick you up. Um, so one of the one of the one of my morning routines was um when I was in college was that um I used to work in the the computer lab so I used to get access to the computer labs uh early and I used to set up the computer labs yeah and I would get in there and I would just start playing music and I would try to start my day off or my morning off with like some really positive music or something that wasn't in the in the vein of like what was either mainstream or what was hip so i would play nat king cole or some frank sinatra or um louis armstrong and stuff like that so what happened was there were um so after a while, like there were some, there were some students who used to come to the, to the. And this is back in Jamaica. Yeah, used to come, uh, just to hear what I was playing in the morning, mm. cause it was just so weird that like, I think at that time I was maybe eighteen or nineteen, and I was like in there playing Nat King Cole in the morning, mm. and it's not something that they were familiar with or used to, or it's what their parents would be listening to. And because it's it's one of those things where it's in a context. So if your parents are listening to it, then fuck that shit. Nobody wants to hear that. Or if it's something that you'd hear while your parents were listening to that, then you'd be like, nah, nah, nah. Subconsciously, it would be like... <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, nah, 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 I don't want to hear that. But when they used to come to school and then they used to hear it at school, they would give it a chance because it was like, oh, all right. Yeah, it's coming from someone yeah, that's of her age. Yeah. It was a bit more like safe. Like, okay, yeah, this like, might be cool. Yeah, and so um, he has a lot of he has a lot of songs that were like um like L O V E and um pretend 
and like Mona Lisa and stuff like that. Those are like three of my favorite songs from him. But they were like, I'd say they were very positive and I try to be a positive person as, as best I can. So you, a lot of people who know me know that I'm, they'd say I'm, some people say I'm like too positive or I, I, I have a, a very positive outlook. As in, don't get me wrong, like there are times when I'm like, we all have our days, you know what I mean? Low. But on a on a on a normal basis, I'm 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 trying to be as positive, or I'm trying to look at things from as positive a view as I can. Mm. Um, I think Nakin Cole has a few songs that definitely allow somebody to think in that mind frame and think on on those things. Um, Why this song? Why this song? Why particularly this song? Why pretend? Um. I think it's 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 coming from well yeah so in college I think we were particularly like things were like bad how so <laughs> yeah things were bad so I was um in college I had like a bunch of things were going on in my first year so my advisor had said that I was selling drugs on campus. They're saying that I was holding, <laughs> I was holding parties on the dorms. Um, there was like a bunch of things that were happening. Yeah. And as a result of that, I got academically suspended from school. And because they said I was selling drugs, I had to, um, I had to go to therapy and I had to do blood tests and. Oh wow and urine tests every week to like because we were fighting it because obviously i wasn't doing any of those things just all allegations like yeah at that point in my life i was yeah i was pretty like i was pretty nerdy um so it wasn't even about me trying to uh like yeah i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't cool enough or like mentally like on things like that to be doing that mm. uh and so like there was this there was this guy this other guy and he didn't come back but he was actually doing those things he was selling the weed he was like he was he was like a really cool guy yeah, yeah. he was like the guy that everybody was outside talking to on and in the cafeteria and stuff like that and I guess they needed somebody to, kind of <laughs> yes. <Yeah, laughs> so they just they just put it on me, and I was like, oh, mm, yeah, this is this is not really a thing." So I ended up um, having to go back a year, and it just like it was just rough. Um, and so this particular song is like, you know, it's. I mean, they're gonna tell you not to pretend and not to like just but it's sometimes you just have to put yourself in the place where you want to be even if the place that you're at is not that place yeah so it's like some positive visualization kind of situation and i think this song is is just one of those things it 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 tells you that you know it might be shit but you need to just pretend and just be happy and like if you pretend enough you'll eventually just be happy Mm And so, um, I mean, it's something that I believe in. I believe in that, like, things might not be great 
I mean, you can accept that they're not great, but you can still be happy nonetheless. Um, another song that Nat King Cole has is like Smile. Yeah. Smile is like one of my jams as well. Is that like one of your uh, jams? Yes, yeah, it's, it's just, I think I have like three or four morning tunes that come straight from Nat King Cole. Because mm-hmm. he's just, he's just, he just speaks. yeah, he's just a positive guy. Um, but Nat King Cole was introduced to me by um, Raymond Wiley. And Raymond Wiley is somebody that I consider to be like my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when I was younger, I just, I, I just adopted a grandfather because my grandfather passed away before I got to meet him. Mm-hmm. And so like um, I was walking with my mom one day down the road in our neighborhood and I saw this lady um, and she was she was in her in her garden and like my mom was I was walking beside my mom and then my mom like walked in front of me like two steps like so she wasn't doing it like it wasn't an unreasonable amount of stay yeah sure. <laughs> she but I was just like oh look a lady in a garden and I just I just dashed off and I, like she took two more steps looked back because obviously you know if you're walking with a four-year-old or a three-year-old and you, you don't hear the three-year-old and yeah. you're like where the fuck's three um and then she's like you know, you know and then like she turned around and took the the five steps that would have gotten her back to where I was and she saw me in the garden um, playing with this this lady. And then we got Mimi. Um, Mimi became like my grandmother and then her husband, um, Ray. They, they kind of became my grandparents. Um, and Ray used to listen to like all sorts of kind of, oh, just call it. He listened to all sorts of old music which was really great. And I just grew up listening to all of that. And I'd think about how like happy it'd make him. And he'd listen to it on vinyl and stuff. And oh, vinyl, so that was yeah. Next yeah, yeah, so we all, so I just grew up like listening to the old, the oldies. And um, I think it, it influenced how, how my music, my musical taste and what I appreciate and like, even because of that now, you know, you can um you can understand that there's samples like yeah. so like I I listen to music and I'll be like Wait, I know this song. <laughs> like where do you like so I've had arguments with people about oh no this is the first person to sing this song and I'll be like no 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 this is this is not the this song was sung by XYZ like back in the day and I'd send them and I'd send them on their journey and they'd be like, oh, yo, I didn't even know that. I thought that this was the first time this song. I was like, no, no, no. Like everything's kind of like a sample of everything or Definitely. or some songs are samples of some songs. And I mean, so I think that 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 has definitely impacted the way that I appreciate music. And mm. um, yeah, I'm really appreciative for for his influence in my life. Yeah, he's dead now, but and so is she. But R.I.P. You know, no, no, no. They're they're old. Old people need to die. It's just how they live, and like they live their life. 
Yeah, you know. Uh next song. Alright, yeah, I guess this is a perfect segue into Wish You Were Here. Um I, um I think yeah, this is my song. This is this is that one, you know, that that teary eye, tear jerking kind of situation. Um, which definitely appeals to um Meme. Cause Meme was Meme was a G. Yeah. Yeah, she used to she's really hold me down and listen to my fuckery and um This was there for you. Yeah, she was she was like she just showed me another side of life and like what things could be and Ray as well. Um and so I think this song just speaks to the two of them and what they represented in my life. Um uh yeah, that's 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 what that that's, that's why you chose this song. Mm. No, I totally hear that and that's that's, mm. that's really powerful how this song you've just you've attached to the people that are just totally important to you and totally completely shaped you and, and did you just kind of hear this song and just think like just the lyrics you spoke to you entirely and you just started to think about your grandparents and, and the part they played and that just kind of became their song. Like, what was the process, or was it kind of just a very automatic kind of connection that you made from this song to your grandparents? Um, I think there are a few songs that I, I connect to my grandparents. One of them is DMX. Um, the grandma's grandma. Mm-hmm. I think that's the name of the song. I don't think. I, I don't remember quite what what it was, but. Um, there's that, and then there's this song. Um, yes, yeah, so I think it's more the lyrics and like what it says and how it's how it's put together and the structure of it. Um, it definitely evokes these kind of emotions. Um, I find that Jamie Fox, being the multidimensionally talented human being that he is. Um, I mean, the fact that he's able to tell stories visually and also tell stories audibly Mm. is a very impressive thing for anybody to be able to do. Um, So, like, you listen to his his albums and you'll be like, yeah, he's he's on it. I mean, I'm not going to say he's, like, one of the greatest musicians, but in terms of being a creative he's one of the best to do it and the way that he's kind of just did his acting thing dipped in dipped into i fully believed and probably to this day i believe that that's what real charles looks like and that's just real charles like he played ray so well yes so so exceptionally well it's one of those things where like he like he he knows his his place or he he does his thing. He's not trying to be a musician, or try, like he's an actor who can sing. He's not a musician, so he's he yeah. So like that balance that he does, and the way that his swagger and everything. So like, um yeah, I just think he's he's pretty dope, and I like the track. I like the words. I like the production of the words. It was it was, it was sick, man. Sick. I can um, I can hear and I can see like how much these songs have meant so much to you and, and, and I, I didn't even know the, the backstories to them so it's it, it's interesting kind of listening and kind of 
learning about why these particular songs are so important to you and the stories that they have behind that. And yeah, I appreciate you sharing. I appreciate you being so honest and so vulnerable. Um, and your next song, your next song is a little bit lighter. Indeed. Um, the next song would be Miss Fat Booty by Mosdef. Now, if anybody knows me, knows and like likes me a lady with a big back. You like bigger, bigger. but you know, as in, we're not gonna, you know, we're not going to linger on this topic for too long. <laughs> but you know. The bigger, the better. But, you know, anyway. Um, so, Most Def is one of my favorite artists, like, of all time. He will probably be in my top five just because he is just Phenomenal. sick, bro. Like, um... He should be up there. So, so... I remember when I first heard the track. Yeah. And then I was like, rah, I know this song. But the song that I knew wasn't the song, wasn't the Miss Fat Booty. It was the sample on the song. And then I was just like, all right, this song is dope, you know. Just sick. Just sick. What is the song? Wow, she caught me out right now. Cause I was like, I'm here thinking about it, and I'm like, I cannot remember for the life of me what this sample is. But I promise you that by the time I'm done talking about this, I'll remember what it was. Um, Aretha Franklin. Yes. Yes. One yes. And when you listen to that, and then you look at the way that he's. Like, he's incorporated that into, like, you just feel like jumping out the window, you know, because, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was just like, yep, this is my guy. And then there's all the stuff that he did with Talib Kweli and Blackstar. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah. And then, <clears throat> because, obviously, he was talking about women and stuff like that. And he's also talking about a relationship and things of that nature i'm like yeah i can relate to this song and i can relate to this song i can relate to this song musically because of the music production or the the beat mm. i can relate to this song because of the um the, the lyricism and i can relate to the song because it's like i can understand like you're really feeling somebody and then at the end of it realizing that She's just like, nah, she's not on it. <laughs> she's not she's not on it. And yeah, she'd rather be doing other things. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I've been there. I mean, not exactly like that, but I've been there and I've, I'm I've sure experienced people it. People have been in like similar situations where, like, you know, as much as you like a person, they're not necessarily liking you on the same kind of vibe and, and level yeah. as you like them, you know what I mean? Um, I think that was, I think, that might have been one of the first songs that I probably knew from start to finish. Um, yeah, it was just like that whole song was just a, it was just an experience for me. 
And then it was also one of those things that I knew would separate me from my peers because a lot because a lot of I think around that time like most deaf isn't most deaf is mainstream but not mainstream in the sense that he's equivalent to like a J. Cole now. Yeah. yeah. So he's like spitting some he's spitting lyrics and bars and it's conscious and it's still relatable that yeah and it's it's, yeah it's very relatable it's very it's very on on brand but it's not on brand because he's not big chain big big diamonds Mm. big and yeah as as in I wanted to be like Moss. Yeah. Because Moss was just like, in, in my, like, he was just so cool. And then, I think, and then he started to act. So he did like, Love and Basketball, and you don't know, like. Classic, absolutely. Uh, yeah, classic. like, Love and Basketball. And he was in that, and I was just like, oh, yeah, this guy's so cool, you know. And then yeah, of course he's you know chatting up, chatting up, Queen Queen Latifah, and I was like, my guy, my <laughs> guy. Um, so yeah, it's just like most was most uh, was one of those very relatable, talented um, creatives that, and he was he's also like an activist, and then. Um, like he did the whole social commentary situation. He did. He was very, like, uh, yeah, and like ended up changing his name to Yazin Bay and mm-hmm. like I think it's if I remember correctly, um like he can't go to America now or uh-huh. yeah, he can't go to America and so move to wherever and like he's one of those people who really stick to his beliefs and he's just like, Yeah, I'ma do this, I'ma stick to I'ma stick to that and just be on that. And yeah, like... He said true to himself for him first. Yeah, through. 100%. And that's why, like, I'll, I'll, I respect that man so much. He's like, yeah, on it, on it. Yeah. I think my Umi says by most Def is like one of my, one of the songs on my morning playlist and my morning mantra. Um, totally reminds me of my, my nephew. Like, I think that's like an icon, like just an iconic album altogether. Um, yeah, just the lyrics of my Umi says and just about you just being yourself and just being who you are. Like he just kind of spoke, like you said, it's a next level of consciousness and next level of awareness of self and love of self. Like he was just that conscious, relatable rapper. Yeah, very, very J. Cole. Like I agree, I agree, I agree. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. But um, do you remember like when you first heard this song? Like how old were you? Uh, I don't remember. I know I saw. I know I saw the, the. I know I remember like when I saw the video for the first time. I think I was. I was watching BET. Yeah. And I was, in the living room, and. Yeah, it's one of those days when you just have BET in the background. And the music is just playing all day. And I don't know what I was doing. And then I was like, yeah, I know this song. 
and I thought it was the Aretha, but it wasn't. And, it and then it's just, just like, like, oh, what? And then the visuals are the, the visuals are the, and he's just chilling, driving in his car. And I was just like, yeah, this is sick. Um, but obviously that wasn't my first experience with him because I had known him from before that. But it was, yeah, I think that was when I like really started to pay attention. Yeah, um, that yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things, man. So I believe we have one more song, Johnny. It's one more song, and your last song is by Tyrese. You're pulling out all the stops. You're pulling out those nostalgic stops. This one for the ladies, you know. (laughs) Don't know. So Um, why Tyrese? Why lately? Lately. Um. You're just out here serenading people, like what you? Wow, well, you Tyrese, know. like mm-mm. Tyrese, you know, like. Tyrese was some definite dark piece of yummy chocolate. That um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, them way there, huh? yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, clean up on all five, <laughs> please. But no, Tyrese, um, I don't, I don't know any woman that does not. Like Tyrese, so... Alright, maybe not now, because he's like a dickhead now. That's like, just okay. dealing with a bunch Back of shit. Back in the day, Tyrese. I don't know yeah. any woman that could not, you know, fault Tyrese. But totally, he he is... Uh, he's a bit questionable now for, you know, his actions. But, um, moving swiftly onwards. Why? Why Tyrese? Why lately? Yeah, like... So... Tyrese... Like, this whole album, you get me, was sick. Um, so, around this time, like, when this originally came out, this is one of those, this is one of those, um, you know, when you listen to something when you're younger, and then you listen to it when you're older, mm. and you're like, oh, it means something when you're young, and then you hear it again when you're older, you're like, oh. That's what it meant. That's what it means. So it's one. It's definitely that's definitely what this is right now. Um, so, because uh, you were like nine when this came yeah, out. I mean, so then when this came out, uh, like, you're, you know, like yeah, yeah. you know, nine year old, you were just like, this is a nice song. But like when, now you're older and you like you're a bit more matured. It's a bit like this has meaning. This means something. Yeah, I don't even think it was like that. I think it was I. So when I was a. Uh, when I was under 10, and like, you know, the whole Casey and Jojo mm-hmm. and all of these songs are playing on the radio, and like, you're singing them and you're like, yeah. Um, and I've always been one of those, I think, like, my brother calls me a sweet boy. So, like, I've always liked these really nice, like, love songy kind of sweet, nice guy kind of things. So I've always been like that. So like this song I used to um I used to like really like this song. But obviously I didn't understand it. Mm. And then um let's say let's give it eight or nine years. So I'm like eighteen, seventeen. 
think that's the math yeah um and then you hear that and then you listen to it again and then obviously it's like yeah this is this is this is this is a jam you know yeah yeah and then um i kind of i think like around that time i was probably meeting like you know in one or two of those relationships that you really care about people and you start Mm -hmm. like developing feelings and stuff and so like you can you listen to the song and then you feel in the way that the song is portraying that like in nine you don't know shit so you're just like oh yeah it's so nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah have i told you i love you yeah and then like 19 18 you're like oh you know i love you i love you i love you girl i love you (laughs) and then you know it's just like yeah it's so it's like so like you have um was this like almost your coming of age song was this like that song mm, where i wouldn't say it was i wasn't i wouldn't say that that was coming of age but you know it's like I know Tyrese was, I know there were like a lot of, like I'm thinking of a relationship and I know that I associate this song to that relationship. Mm -hmm. I ain't calling no names or associating nobody to nothing just in case my timelines are wrong. Uh, You know, incriminate myself. It's just not. Just not, just not the, the way that the, just not the way the world right now, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, so you know you have like lately, and then you have like sweet lady, mm. and you, you like you definitely, I think I was definitely going through that love stage of my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, I was definitely going through that oh, I'm in love and we're probably going to be together forever kind of life. And then it's just, yeah. So, like, every time I hear that song, it takes me back to that time, Um, to, I guess, a less corrupted time in my life, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I guess, before... That, that innocence, yeah, that innocence yeah. of just like, of love and love was very fresh and new yeah, and it had and less complications and it was just, yeah, it was just that feeling and I guess Tyrese kind of spoke to you in those ways. And yeah, I mean, and then like, it's also, uh, I think this would be playing in the house with, I believe, like, it's not B2K, it is boys to men mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um and back in the day my sister used to have uh yeah so she used to be playing music like that um boys to men and and tyrese and stuff like that so i also remember that growing up i like i'm picturing now like there was a a cassette i know you guys don't know what a cassette is, <laughs> but yeah, like my sister used to have have these 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 this, all this music on cassettes, and then even like when you used to have to record shit off the radio, and you have to press play and record, and then when the ads were coming on the radio, you would stop it Just and the then time. <laughs> yeah, Just the time. and then wait until. 
and like yeah so as in it just brings me back to to that period of time and then even like um i think we're talking about today like burning cds and uh i think i used to have i used to have a very lucrative business where i used to burn cds and then my parents shut it down uh i mean i don't know i listen to them but it's me uh like they had a, a proper conversation they're like listen Janoy, burning cds is illegal you can't you can't do this like i was making bank you know and they were coming and telling me and then but yeah um it, it definitely takes me back to a time when i was like 9 10 11 where i was well when i was hearing the music and then like there's a time warp where i understood the music and just all the things that are connected to it. Mm. Um, and I think it just connects to that, that I guess that love sweet boy part of me now um, still, because um, I'm still very much into the, the near soul kind of um, vibe, you know? Uh, like I love me some sir and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know. Yeah. I think they call it now like alternative R&B. I think that's the word. I think but, it should be neo neo soul or like some new wave neo soul. Yeah, like but alternative R and B doesn't just encapsulate that for me. That's but, my personal vision. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I think, yeah, I think this song just brings me back to to that moment in time. Yeah. Um. And I think I just appreciate that, you know. So yeah. 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 That's it. So those are your five songs, Johnny. Yeah. Those, yeah, are, your those, five those are the five songs. I just encapsulate you and just tell you what you're about. But Johnny, thank you so much for coming okay. on. Thank you so much for sharing all those lovely songs with me and for the listeners. And um, please, let, I will link all your 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 your, your Facebook, your, your Twitter, your Instagram, all your social media handles down below. I promise you, I don't use Facebook anymore. But oh, oh, if yeah, you. He Fine, but not Facebook. If, if, Facebook. But, well, you can put the Facebook on it. I don't, I don't know when last I'm I not, used. Facebook's more like, old people, school kind people, of method, isn't people it? People still like, use I'm Facebook? You, it's more for like my aunties and my mum to ensure that, wow. yeah, I just ensure that I'm living. So what are you trying to say? Living. Like you're trying to say that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on that level? Yeah, Auntie just, and uncle level? Maybe your uncles are Jeez. not in it. Like, As in, I'm uncle general, but like, <laughs> I mean, like there are people who call me uncle, but they're like two. Like these. <laughs> all right, all right. Maybe not, Facebook you. Maybe not your Facebook. Maybe not your Facebook. It's okay, yo. Add me on the Facebook, man. I'm I'm good, you know. Like I'll own it. I will own it. Listen, if you oh if you're thirty or over, Vicky's calling you old. I'm not. Nigga, I'm you, really not. Maybe you are auntie and an uncle <laughs> and you grandpa and all of that all in one and I just just own it, man. Gonna, I don't do even have grey hairs. I'm gonna do I div- like, His hairline is receding though. We'll give him that. We'll dickhead barber. Like we'll you're, that. you're an asshole, and that's fine. And, and like we already knew. Like, listen, <laughs> listen. Well, all right, let me tell you what happened, people. I cheated three on, hours. I cheated hours. on my barber. But he waited three hours. I to cheated, get the I cheated on my barber, and listen, this is a lesson. Black men do cheat, and when they do cheat, they get burnt, and I got burnt. I cheated on my barber and the man put my hairline back an inch. And that's just a lesson. My guys out there, don't cheat. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. Full stop. Don't cheat. Like, like your barber's not your woman or anything. Or your listen, text, just nothing. don't cheat. Just don't cheat. Full stop. 
Don't cheat. It's not it's not worth it. It's not. Listen, it's hot season anyway. It's hot season. It's too cold outside anyway. So you just you just wear this hat until like March, them times there and then yeah. But thank you so much for listening, beautiful people. I hope you have an amazing week and I'm sure you'll be hearing from me very soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you for staying with us and thank you for listening. As always, we are looking for guests to come on our show and share their stories and songs. Please visit our Instagram page to find out how and be sure to share, like, comment and tell a friend.